Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Autism Stories. I'm your host, Doug Bletcher, the founder of Autism Personal Coach. Autistic people are the true experts of the autistic experience, and Autism Stories is where we interview autistic people to learn from their stories, experiences, and get their insights. If you would like to be notified about each week's episode of Autism Stories, we suggest you subscribe on your favorite podcast listening platform. We would also appreciate it if you could give us a positive rating and review as it will help others to learn about Autism Stories. As an entrepreneur, one of the most challenging aspects of running my business is to make sure financially um, we are in a stable place because if not it's not going to last for very long that's why i'm excited to have nathaniel lowe join me on this episode to discuss being a bookkeeper and creating diverse business plans we hope you enjoy today's conversation nathaniel thanks so much for joining me here on autism stories Thanks for having me, Doug. I am really excited to chat with you today. And I, I am as, as well. And I'd like to uh, start off our chat by learning where does your story in the autistic community begin? Yeah, so my story in the autism community began fairly recently. In the spring of 2022 is really when things began unfolding. After about six months of weekly therapy, I was starting to understand my emotions. And when I started paying attention to my emotions and where they were coming from is when I discovered the depth and breadth of my sensory sensitivities. I've been sensitive to sound since a young age, but I didn't realize a lot of the strong emotions I feel often come from feeling overwhelmed. So I started researching my experiences that other people around me don't have. And I discovered that a lot of my experiences line up with autism, not just sensory sensitivities, but eye contact, small talk, not understanding other people in general, being a bit of a loner, stimming, etc. Then my hyper-focus set into researching autism and neurodiversity. And I discovered so many things from my life that is related to autism that it was overwhelming. I had to take a couple of months to really process this as a possibility. And since then, I've gone in for a neuropsych exam and was diagnosed with autism this year. Knowing I'm autistic has been a profoundly positive and empowering shift in my identity. Being able to have a framework for understanding why my experiences are so different from holistic people is validating and healing. And it also provides me with a framework to explain it to other people. Now, before learning you were autistic, you were hired for a corporate job training, and you ended up rewriting the training manual to support yourself. So in what ways did that training manual look different when you rewrote it, other than it being a better manual? (laughs) Yeah, well, when I was working as a data entry clerk at a small insurance brokerage, Being very detail-oriented, I was soon promoted to an underwriter position, which required a bit of training. I had the training manual available while getting trained from a supervisor. However, the manual felt like an addendum to the in-person training. It was not a standalone manual that I could go back to and refer. So I don't have a great memory, but when when I learn a clear process, it just locks in my memory 
And it happens faster if I have this process written down. I really wanted to create a manual that had very clear communication. I took clear notes while training with the supervisor so that I could write a manual with a clear process I could refer back to. And part of this motivation was to be able to work alone and not have to ask many questions. And in the end, I combined the original training manual with my detailed notes and I rearranged the training categories so that they made logical sense to me. I compiled this finished training manual on a digital document and asked if I could print it out using the company printer. My boss knew I was taking some notes, but she didn't know I had combined them with the original training manual. And she was curious to look it over and she loved it and sent it off to our parent company. And then they replaced the original manual with this very clear revised manual because they could then take it and pretty much give it to a new person to get trained and they could ask questions to the supervisor. So it took a lot of work off of the supervisors. Now, many autistic people I know an important value in their lives and my life as well is organization. But from what I understand, financial organization is something that you're really passionate about. What is it about financial organization that you specifically fell in love with? Well, the concept of money and finances can be a bit overwhelming. And for a while, I also found it overwhelming. But bookkeeping was something that I really needed to learn when I started a retail business. It took a while to wrap my head around the concept of a bookkeeping system. But once I started to understand the big picture of how the whole bookkeeping system works, I was able to see really how beautiful of a system it is. Turning chaos into order and organization is so satisfying to me. So when I grasp how complex yet simple the double entry system of counting is, I wanted to dig in and learn more. Not only can you organize all the transactions into the various categories, but once everything is organized, there are so many types of financial reports that can help a business owner really understand the finances of their business. So it's like putting together a big puzzle that then reveals a treasure map at the end. It is very fun to me. I like that, putting chaos into order. Whenever, I've, or whenever I organize myself in some way, when I'm done doing it, even if I've just taken the first step to it, I definitely feel better. And so my brain is, there's not all these, like all these questions going on. So I think that's so important. Now you are an entrepreneur that runs a business that helps other entrepreneurs take the stress out of small business finances. I can't tell you how important this is. So what specific things do you do to help with that? Okay, so I find a lot of entrepreneurs just want to focus on their passion, which is <laughs> obvious, right? But when you start a business, you take on a lot of responsibilities in addition to your passion. Things like marketing, creating a website, SEO, customer service, shipping, and bookkeeping. And the bookkeeping part is where I come in. It's a crucial yet often overlooked part of business. When tax time comes, you need to know how much income you made and the categories of your expenses. But if you have regular bookkeeping, there are many more benefits than lowering 
stress for the tax filing. You're able to see the profit and loss statement, and this is a financial statement that gives you an overview of where your business earned income and where it spent money. And this can help you track trends in the sales or why your business is spending more than it previously was. It also gives you an overview of the financial health of your business and ways to maximize profits. And there are many more financial statements that are helpful at narrowing down different aspects of your business, but I won't go into more detail here. But being an autistic bookkeeper, I love working with neurodivergent folks because I find it easier to navigate communication and I provide a safe place where we can work together to gain clarity on finances. I can't tell you, Nathaniel, from, you know, at one point in my business, I was not on a monthly basis, um, have a P&L, a profit and loss statement, and how helpful that was to just reduce my overall anxiety and paranoia, you know, like you're worried some days about your business, you know, is it going to exist? Is You know, like, why is it not growing? And going back to reflect on that, on those statements month by month has been, is just so helpful, I think, as autistic entrepreneurs. Yeah, sometimes having things in the unknown and just not knowing how to organize that is so anxiety inducing. <laughs> and so just being able to access that information can often help anxiety. And then you can go in and get a lot of clarity. So yeah, it's, it's very helpful. Now, when I started my business, one of the most stressful things was creating a business plan. And I read that you help other neurodivergent entrepreneurs create these plans. What are some important things to think about when creating these plans? Because when I created mine a decade ago, I had no clue what I was doing. <laughs> it's business plans are a lot. They are very overwhelming to look at if you don't know much about them. And while it's not a service I offer professionally, I do help neurodivergent entrepreneurs with their business plans. And this mostly happens in a neurodivergent entrepreneurs networking meeting that I host online every Friday night. I don't have professional education around forming a business plan, but I have personal experience from starting two businesses and a lot of hyper-focus induced research. So knowing yourself, I think, is as important as all your research and planning. You can create a stellar business plan, but unless you can follow through on the plan, it probably won't work. You need a plan that is as diverse as you. And I think the most important thing is that your business plan is sustainable for you. For example, when transitioning from owning a retail store to creating a bookkeeping business, I needed to assess my current needs. So I have increasing chronic pain, so I needed to have remote work. And working from home, I'm also able to accommodate a lot of my autistic needs comfortably. I also like a little bit of social interaction, but not too much or I'll burn out. I like a mixture of data entry and critical thinking, and I like flexible hours. I also needed a low barrier of entry for education because going back to college was not in the works for me at the time. So after really writing down all of my current needs, that's when I started to look at 
where I wanted to go next. And from doing the retail business and discovering how beautiful the bookkeeping system is to me, I realized that this fits my needs really well. So those were some of the bare bones that I started working with to build my business plan. We were talking about taking the stress out of small business finances, but for me, just making sure in general, taking the stress out of running a business and making sure my mental health is okay is a daily constant battle. So how do you manage your mental health with the demands of running your business? Quite a question. (laughs) (laughs) Mental health is difficult to manage these days for a lot of folks. And when you have a business, it can be especially hard to balance your mental health. And for me, this is, there's a two part answer. So the first answer will answer your question directly, which is simplifying. Simplifying my business has been very helpful for my mental health. For example, a lot of marketing advice is to be really involved with social media and doing regular video content burns me out fast. I found that writing doesn't stress me out and LinkedIn is a great platform for business to business marketing. And there's different you know, requirements around different platforms and how often you should post. LinkedIn ended up being like just once a week. And so that, that was much lower stress for me. And so by finding my strengths and simplifying, I was able to get traction. And the second answer is that I pay very close attention to how stimulated my nervous system is. So outside of work, I make a priority of either resting my nervous system or doing something my nervous system enjoys, like being in nature or crafting. And I always plan social activities, both at work and in person, always in advance to make sure I have plenty of time to rest and recover. And I give myself extra time to recover from big events. And this is, well, I know this is not available to everyone that much rest. It's truly what helps me stay somewhat balanced. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And lastly, how can our listeners learn about you and your services beyond this interview? So my website is nlbookkeeper.com and I offer free bookkeeping consultations. And I also have a blog on the same website if you want to learn more about being an entrepreneur, a neurodivergent entrepreneur and all of the intricacies that that entails. And if you want to come to the Neurodivergent Networking Group on Friday nights at 6 p.m. Eastern, the details are also on my website. I just want to say thank you so much, Doug, for this opportunity to be a guest on your podcast. I love hearing from different autistic folks and learning from each other's experiences. Well, I really appreciate your time, Nathaniel, and I hope other neurodivergent entrepreneurs that are listening reach out and contact you or those that are even maybe thinking about, you know, like have thought for a while, maybe I want to start my business or be an entrepreneur, you know, reach out to you because I think Getting those finances in, in order are are such a critical thing that I didn't necessarily do in the first couple of years. So I hope people reach out to you and thanks so much. Thank you, Doug.
Thanks so much to Nathaniel for the conversation. To learn more about Nathaniel and his services, please check out the link in the podcast description of this episode. At Autism Personal Coach, our clients are the experts, our coaches are the guides. The majority of supports for autistics are not helpful. They try to fix us, not support us. That's why many are confused when we say our clients are the experts, the experts of their lived experience. Our clients are the experts for what's worked for them and about the things they need and want in their lives. Our coaches first listen to our clients, then ask thoughtful questions, offer resources, and strategize with our clients so they can get what they need to thrive. Would you like a guide in your life to coach you to get the things you desire? If so, then visit AutismPersonalCoach.com for more information. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Autism Stories, and if you did, if you could tell a friend foe or anyone you know about it so they could have the same enjoyable and educational experience as you when listening to Autism Stories, it would be very much appreciated. Until next time, I'm Doug Bletcher of Autism Personal Coach. Talk to you then.